It's going to be a huge summer ahead for us. It's already been a fantastic uh, sort of year for the Australian oh, cricket so team. Good. So good, uh, you know, with winning the Test Championship and also uh, even with the Ashes or retain the Ashes and now winning the World Cup. It was brilliant and to talk to us all about it and to preview the series against the Pakistanis, uh, which are later this summer. He is a former Pakistan coach, but he also played 46 tests for Australia. Uh, taking 180 wickets and what a deadly combination he was and that is Jeff Lawson. G'day Jeff. G'day guys, how are we going? Couldn't be better mate, thank you so much for joining us. I know you're um, sort of out for dinner so um, it's it's incredible that you've given us this time. Um, Tell us, uh, well uh, I want to get your thoughts on the one day uh, World Cup win and and, uh, your thoughts on the Australian team. Well it was a uh a magic win and, and, and so different to some of Australia's previous wins. I mean, Australia got a great record in the World Cup, but uh, nearly every final apart from 1987, they've gone in as, as the red-hot favourites. And uh, this time they lost those early games. They they battled through, got in that semi-final. Oh, well, well, first of all, to get to the semi, they had to beat Afghanistan, and that Maxwell 200 was just the most astonishing innings I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Uh and they got the semis in the final. They played some great cricket and they, they beat the, the red-hot favourites in the final. So a really memorable World Cup. I, look, I enjoyed it, not just for Australia winning, but, but the, the upsets the Netherlands caused, the way Afghanistan played. And it was great to see those, those nations doing, doing well on the world stage. So, yeah, great, great win for Australia. But, yeah, a really, a really memorable and interesting World Cup. Jeff, as was here, you've uh, bowled to some fair batsmen in your time. How, where would you have put the ball to, to Maxwell in, in that type of form? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, I think I would have got cramp in both legs before I bowled. I would have done a, done a Glenn Maxwell when he batted before I bowled. I mean, there, there is no way to bowl to him. Mm-hmm. Some of those shots he played um, were astonishing. I mean, the shots when he was cramped up and he could still hit to six. I mean, how do you do that? I don't, I don't know. But, but he played a reverse, one, the most amazing shot. He played a reverse ramp flick off one of the fast bowlers. It was almost a Yorker on off stump. And he sort of reverse flicked it over first slip to six. I mean, that's incredible stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if there is a place... You can bowl. Of course, he got another hundred the other night in the in the, in the T Twenty game against India. So he is one remarkable talent. And in in your time against bowling against some of the greats, who who did you look at and go? I, I just I can't get you out today. Oh well, a few of them. <laughs> There's a bit of a queue. <laughs> but 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 yeah, guys, other guys like Viv Richards hmm. on his day, um, nowhere to bowl to him. You know you. If you got a dot ball, it's because he'd accidentally hit it to a fielder somewhere. Um, so, yeah, Viv on his day would, would really rank up there. But people like Jarvid Mandad, David Gower, uh, man, they, they were the geniuses of their time. A couple of uh, Pakistan players like Zahir Abbas, Asya Hikbal. You know, when, when those guys are going, um, you know, it, it's, it just becomes a, a, a batsman's game and the, the bowlers are just uh, there to buy play. And Jeff, how have you seen the uh, development of fast bowling since your time playing uh, cricket for Australia to now? Um, obviously, bowlers bowl a little different to batsmen. How have you seen uh, the evolution of fast bowling? Well, I, I think in, in Test cricket, it really hasn't changed too much. Um, it, it, it's still the red ball and, and pretty good batting wickets. So I, I think that's changed a, 
a hell of a lot. I mean, certainly T20s changed. I mean, that, that's a different ball game altogether. We, we didn't play any in our day. Unfortunately, you know, it looks like a quite exciting game and lots of deliveries to experiment with. I mean, the favourite ball of a lot of bowlers now in T20 is the slow bouncer. Well, we tried to bowl our bouncer as quick as we possibly could. <laughs> we want to bowl slow. We want to bowl quick. <laughs> so things like that. We didn't even think about things like that. Um, and we'd be bowled Yorkers, but probably not as many as these guys. And by wide Yorkers, we, we would always be trying to bowl on the stumps. So the game's evolved, particularly in that T20 era. Uh, 50 over cricket, yeah, I mean, I mean they changed the rules a bit with field restrictions and boundaries have come in a long way. <laughs> I, mean, the, I feel sorry for you, your modern bowler in white ball cricket because they, they're on a bit of a hiding to nothing sometimes. Mm. Now, I want to get your thoughts on Pat Cummins and his captaincy. I mean, it was a bit different. Uh, first time uh, captaincy from a fast bowler for quite a number of uh, years. Um, how have you made that and what, 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 are your, what is your opinion on, on uh, well, fast bowling captaincy? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, in actual, I mean, I captain New South Wales for nearly four years during that time, at one time in Sheffield Shield, every state was actually captained by a fast bowler. I mean, you know, from Carl Rackham and Terry Alderman. Um, well, Simon O'Donnell, Victoria, but I mean, Scuba was an all-rounder, I guess. I think, think it, Dave Gilbert down in Tassie. And basically every state did actually have a bowling captain, which is yeah. something people people tend to forget that, but yeah. it, it certainly was the case. I mean, with, with Camo, I mean, I've had a lot to do with him since he's been in the age groups, uh, cricket the under 15s and 17s it, but he's always been a bright guy you know when he had his back injuries went off and got a, a business degree you know so he's always you know, he's a thinking guy um fast bowls with degrees uh, can be quite useful you know it might be optometry it might be commerce it doesn't really matter uh but he was always a thinking guy about the game um i, I was a strong advocate of him becoming the australian captain i, I mean in print saying that several times so it doesn't overly surprised me that he's successful um, he's a very level-headed guy as well in general he, he doesn't get too excited and you can see when he bowls you know he, he just does his job he, he you know if a decision gets turned down he, he doesn't um, you know complain about it he gets on world umpires he's, he's a very level-headed sort of guy so that all those things help when you you're captaining but it also it evolves you know you learn you, know, you get better or, or you get out and he's got better at, at uh Certainly a test cricket, he's learned that on the job, and he's 50 over cricket. Uh, you know, there were some interesting moves early on, and everybody, even in the final, people criticised the fact that he won the toss and and, and bowled, but but I reckon that was the way to go. I mean, that was, oh. there was going to be too late in the day, which yeah, makes, it, makes, it, makes it easier to bat, so... Yeah, he, he made a lot of right calls, and, and I guess captains are only judged by their results in the end, and, and he's had a, had a uh, an unmatched year as a captain with the World Test Championship, uh, T20 World Cup, and the, and the 50 over World Cup. So he's done pretty well. And what are you what are you looking forward to uh, over the summer? Apart from probably you know uh, a chat with Mike Whitney, who's one of our favourites. But uh, what are you looking forward to <laughs> over summer? Well, well, we well Whitney and I do meet up regularly. We normally have a coffee about eight, and we finish about one. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a long breakfast that we have. Uh, my, my old opening bowling mate, he does love a chat, that's for sure. And he's, a, he's a gem. He's an absolute gem. Yeah, can, you, can you just yeah. have you got a memory of him or something that uh, we can pass on to him? Uh, uh, most stuff I can't repeat on air, but I mean, <laughs> that's um, what he says. Uh, I mean, as a, as a cricketer, uh, just wholehearted. Oh, I like to compare uh, Roy with with. Um, 
Mervues, two guys who <laughs> just ran in, and but they ran in and they gave it their all. Yeah. You know, it didn't matter if they were injured, they were sick, the wickets were flat, it was hot. It didn't matter to those guys. They 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 considered that you know the the uh, the hard tasks on a cricket field were actually to be enjoyed. You know, embrace the pain, and, and, and Mick was certainly one of those. And he got better um, towards the end of his career. When when he finished, you know, when the knees were totally shot. I, I think he was bowling the best he'd ever had in, in his whole career. So, yeah, I was very lucky. We opened the bowling a lot for New South Wales, uh, and we did pretty well. But he was always a gem on the field and off the field. It was even more of a gem. <laughs> <laughs> certainly is. He's fantastic. Um, just, you know, I mean, his, his big passion is New South Wales cricket at the minute. And um, after last summer's uh, winless season in the Sheffield Shield, he's trying to get the group together or the band back together to help out the, the state. Um, have you been called in to help out? Well, I have because I'm a state selector now. So oh, I've, had, right. I've had the whole day of the Sheffield Shield today. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm responsible to a degree with what we do. Well, who we put on the field, they've, they've got to go and perform. But, yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll join the, the selection group right, um, to, to see if we can add a bit of experience to it. So that, that, that's got a, it's, its own challenges. I've been a I've selected when I've been a, a coach at Pakistan, of course, and Mm. And as a captain of New South Wales, you get input. But now I've, I've got the responsibility with a, with a few other guys. So we, uh, uh, we're trying to help the, the Blues with their off-field efforts. And how's that? Is that a, a difficult task, or have you you reckon you've worked out the answer? Oh, look, guys. I mean, if there's so much talent in New South Wales. Mm. It's the biggest state by population. We've got lots of cricketers. <laughs> Our club cricketers are very high standard. At the moment, I think the last count was there's 33 players of New South Wales origin playing around the country. Damn so well. a lot of the other states are dominated by New South Wales players, and that's great. Uh, but but uh, but we still need to beat whether we're playing. We're playing Tassie at the moment. They're, five of their first six are from New South Wales. And then they've got Lawrence Smith bowling from New South Wales. They're Jake Dawes, the keepers from New South Wales. So uh, you got to get them back. <laughs> Well, I mean, but see, this, this is the reality of modern cricket that you're only allowed to contract 18 players a year yeah. uh, and and players, good players are looking for a, a job and a living somewhere else and they're, they're entitled to go somewhere else to play and good luck to them. It's, you know, we're, we're quietly happy that the New South Wales are still producing those players even if they're playing for other states and, of course, we've, we've still got a majority of the test side as well. So, you know, all those things are ticking the box but... As for the New South Wales state team, yeah, we, we still want it to be successful. Oh, very good. Uh, and the series coming up against Pakistan, we're yes. looking forward to that. Yeah, I am. I've actually I've been in contact with a few guys in Pakistan. I was over there for uh, three weeks back in July, August, doing a bit of coaching at the National Cricket Academy. Yeah. I always love getting back to, to Pakistan. I was I wasn't staying in the same room I was when I was the coach, but I was just around the corner, <laughs> so it was a sort of deja vu for me. And, uh, I'll be in contact with Mohammed Afiz is the new world director of cricket and, and really the, the head coach and he was one of the players when I was in Pakistan so um, we'll be getting yeah. in contact to see in what, what we can do to help out Pakistan no, but they'll be, they've got some geniuses but hmm. uh, they're, they're, they're a bit inconsistent as we all know yeah. and, their, and their challenge is to, is to find that consistency yeah, can you just can you just uh, reminisce for a second on on pa- coaching Pakistan? I mean, I find it fascinating, um, you know, the team and everything, and and particularly its history. Um, what was it like? Well, I, I had a fascinating time. I really yeah. enjoyed my time there. Look, it's a different culture. 
Pakistan is is a 97% Islamic country. Um, so, you know, there's a mosque on every corner and that's a part of their, their culture. But you, you get to, to enjoy it and feel the warmth of it. The, the people were, were terrific to me. I, the hospitality was outstanding. You know, they really are a, a, a lovely people, the, the, the Pakistani people. And, of course, cricket's their game. Like India, cricket's the game. In Pakistan, it's exactly the same. They've got so much talent there. Um, they, they don't quite have the stability of, of governance that, that perhaps India has had, and that's that affects their cricket to a degree. Uh, but but so I enjoyed my time there. We we yeah, we did okay. We did well. We made the, the inaugural T Twenty World Cup final back in two thousand and seven, where India beat us by a couple of runs, and, and really that sparked the IPL and the prominence of twenty eight of cricket in India. So <laughs> Pakistan have been a part of that rivalry. And the last time India played Pakistan in a Test series. In India, I was the coach. So that I mean, we're talking, you know, that's for 16 years ago. Mm. Yeah. I, was, I did November, December, 07. So that's the last time those two teams actually played against each other in, in either of their country. I and mean, I think that, that's a bit of a shame. They need, need to play more oh, bilateral a... cricket either in Pakistan or in India. Yeah, definitely. I mean, did you, is it safe enough? I mean, you only hear oh, the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't... Yeah, safety is, is not an issue. It's, I felt completely safe when I was there. I mean, you, you know, you can walk walk around places in in Australia that, that are not as safe. You know, yeah. if you you want to go up to the, you know the the northwest frontier and poke your head in a few caves, well, yeah, it's, it's probably not that safe. <laughs> in, in most of the big cities, it's, it's it's a pretty safe place to be. So, I think people get a little carried away with, with that that sort of thought that, it, that it's not safe when you know we that there's there's shootings everywhere there's bombs going off but all over the world so i mean I think pakistan you know it, it's it's a fairly safe spot i don't know why i just pictured mike whitney putting his head in one of those caves <laughs> for some reason with his big curly hair uh, you think he might be well if he, he he's being a guru he's doing meditation he'd probably find a, a very suitable suitable cave in a yeah. And, a, and a guru up there somewhere. <laughs> well, it might have been one of his dares on Who Dares Winners, yeah, you know? Maybe. That's going to be one of them. <laughs> well, that's right, man. He used to be huge in India. He's probably still his huge. They're still showing the repeats, I think. <laughs> oh, I bet they would. Uh, but, well, hey, look, uh, Jeff, we might let you get back to your dinner, mate. I uh, really appreciate you giving us some of your time. I'm um, hoping that you can get you one before the, the series starts or during or after. But uh, it's been great to chat, mate. Cheers, guys. Yeah, well, look, I'm looking forward to the test series. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I've got my fingers crossed Pakistan, you know, turn up and play well um, because we know when they tour sometimes they're not that good. Yeah. But sometimes they're, they're very good and hopefully we'll see the very good side of them. Oh, I look forward to it. Type side. Well, yeah, good luck. Hopefully have a great summer, mate. Really appreciate you giving us some of your time. Okay, guys, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Jeff. Uh, Jeff Lawson there, the former Australian fast bowler.